You're listening to Sports Biz Podcast, broadcasted live at WNHU on the campus of the University of New Haven. We're on Sports Biz Podcast, the commish of the World Showdown oh, of, of Esports. Uh, Christian Bishop, how you doing, my man? getting to know the space, how it's clearly starting to be defined by um, the leagues and I think the credibility with the NBA coming in and with uh, NBA 2K and, and all the things that are happening in that space, it's really it's going to be interesting to hear your perspective on where you see it growing. So talk about that. I, I'm sorry, I, I, was, I was rambling, but and how does it feed into um, all the other things that are happening out there? Right, hundred million dollars invested in them by Fox that are looking to 
what I consider content creators, quote unquote, production companies for the games that they're supporting and the leagues that they're a part of. Um, that's the way I view them. I view them as a, as a different model of hiring a production company to get talent to promote your game and create content around it, whether or not that's streamers or bot style content. Um, you've got leagues which are operated. Um, some of these are third party leagues, which is the Star Ladders, the Faces, the ESLs, um, and then us. That's where we fit in as a third party league that is working with and licensing the game IP. Um, from the publishers to, to, to get their permission to create content and events around their game um, and to broadcast that um, both digitally and on TV around the world. Um, and that's, we're in league. Um, and two sides, right? These that are owned and operated by the actual games, which is of their interest, and meaning they'll ride that league out with that game and they'll go down with the ship just like H1C1 did with Wing Galaxy. Um, and then you have... Um, uh, people like us that we switch games, right? And we stick with what's most relevant uh, in the industry. And so whether or not it's Fortnite last year, Apex the start of this year, and what's coming at the end of the year. So talk about you. Let's talk about how you got to this point. Look, I, you know, for me, I, I worked in the tech space and media business. Um, started working with AT&T with their five years transition to level three communication and Time Warner. I supported being publishers, media companies, um, in the telecom space and media space for many, many years. Um, I was always a super passionate gamer, you know, family owned it in a cafe when I was younger. Um, I was president of a gaming club throughout high school, got involved in college, managed a GameStop while working through college. And it was always a dream, right? To work with game companies and publishers, something I, I uh, always thought would be incredible. It was difficult for me because I'm more of a biz dev, traditional sales guy. Um, especially earlier in my career, um, and those are tough roles, right, to walk into with game companies, unless you're you know, creative or, you know, do um, an actual code or developer or graphic artist. So the different skill set, um, I needed to build that Rolodex and build that book of business first for our transition. And then finally, um, I got into the entertainment space away from tech, um, jumped on a bunch of different TV shows, um, network television, um, got into producing, so I started producing feature films and TV and commercials and whatnot. Um, this on both sides of the camera's talent and production, and I eventually was like, you know what? See all this stuff on TV about video games. Uh, why don't we see? I mean, I see all this stuff on TV about like death hunting and monster trucks and all these other you know subset of entertainment. Why don't we see more about video games? So I started investing in pilots when I was growing up, pitching them in Hollywood, fighting the fight. Like, yeah, this is a tough business. So I was like, I gotta make money. Right. <laughs> so then I, you know, I started going out selling, getting brands and companies to hire us to create content for them. Gave a service provider, made some of the capitals, um, started running gaming for a studio in LA, um, took it to the next level, um, got an investor at the largest production facility on the West Coast, um, built an esports center there, um, was supporting 10,000 gamers a month, running a variety of events and tournaments and creating content. And then WSOE came calling. What advice would you give to anybody who's coming out of college right now who wants to get into the gaming industry? Yeah, that's a, that's a really awesome question. I think for young people coming out of college, um, the best thing to do is get involved um, with something that you're passionate about, whether or not it's a game, um, a specific community of that game, a league, um, content creators, whatever it is, right? So if you're into creating content, how do you work with somebody? Maybe they're you know, streamer that's up and coming and you're saying, hey, how can I be a part of your team? Can I moderate your channel? Can I help edit your videos? Can I help produce what you're doing? 
and it's a league. How can I get involved with your league? I'm even willing to work for free. I didn't take a paycheck my first two years in video games. Let me repeat that. I didn't take a paycheck my first two years in video games. Um, I deferred my income for my equity and participation in my businesses that I was building um, to get started with that. And I flew around the country, and I went to every event that I could. Um, and now if you're saying, okay, yeah, you're fortunate enough to be able to fly everywhere, it's like you can drive and go to stuff that's local or within your state. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I did is I went in the media passes because I didn't have the capital to pay for these expensive passes to conferences. So I would sign up as media. One of the companies that I established, I was smart to say, like, I'm going to establish a media company. Right. It's not hard to have, you know, have a media company, you know, a website, you know, uh, GG Media. And, you know, you can do some interesting things to pull articles and RNDVDs and reshare. And, you know, because of media and your email address, when you request media passes, you know, you can have some partnerships with other companies that have more credibility than you and say, hey, I'm going to report for you from this. So I was doing interviews. Uh, I was providing content, some with my phone, sometimes with, you know, my brother, who's my cameraman. And I just was going around events, events, shaking every hand, um, collecting business cards and just, just being honest and just talk about my passion. I want to learn. Um, hey, how can I help and give back? Um, but a lot of learning, a lot of listening, a lot of LinkedIn, a lot of social media messages, conference call after conference call, event after event. And eventually you start to, to learn a little something. Um, you start to uncover some opportunities. Early on, people will say, you know, you may, you may have a lack of focus while you're learning because you're just, my perspective is, is you're just, I actually think you, it's, it's, I appreciated having a wide open perspective and say, how can I just get involved, right? Whether I have content or events or this. I was like, I'll get in where I fit in, you know? And then over time, you start to figure out, ah, that's not for me, that's not for me, and, but that's for me. Um, so I say, don't be afraid to try, get involved. Um, at a high level, and I tried to be micro and give you specific examples because I just want to be so, you know, like, oh, cliche that everybody says that, get involved, be active. But I'm like, no, let me give you, like, queer, actionable things of what I did would work for me. Um, and just start, right? Like, start what I did with my way. I'm more of a biz dev guy. If you're more of a creative person, then create. Create content. Get out there. The world, the digital world has made it very easy for you to get an audience um, over time and be consistent. Not to do it simply because of the eyeballs or the monetization, you know, upside of it of being like, I want to be the next big streamer that makes a bunch of money, you know, but it's actually, you start because you love it and you have to think about your community and giving back and the value that you're adding to your audience. And if you do that and you refine your craft, you have a feature on the content side. Love it. That's great advice. Well, I'll cut you loose on that one. And I hope, um, I hope our pat. <laughs> I hope our paths cross when I come out to Vegas with uh, with the boys from Revel Marketing to see you. So um, I'm glad that this worked out, and, and uh, all the best of luck to you. You're definitely a rising star, so I want to keep a, an eye on. Um, you're probably not rising. You're already there, buddy. So uh, keep the fires burning, and uh, we look forward to catching up all with right. you soon. Very nice to see you, Rob. we got a long way to go. You're more than welcome anytime. Bring the Revel guys out. Yeah. Awesome agency. Thank you. All right, brother. Thanks, Christian. See you, my man.